Simple Life Together, Episode 72. How do you define work-life balance? Hi, and welcome back to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, welcome back to the show. On the last episode, we talked about the power of habit, and we hit on keystone habits, too, and how one of Dan's keystone habits has led to his amazing personal health and fitness journey. It was really kind of cool. Well, on today's show, we're talking about what many call work-life balance, and we also have a special announcement coming up, so be sure to stick around for the announcement segment. Yeah, and you do not want to miss this one. It's kind of one of our biggest announcements ever. Yes, it is. So anyway, let's get on to the topic. Um, you know, I was getting ready to throw away a magazine um, because, of course, I practice the one-in, one-out rule, right, Dan? Right, all the time. <laughs> all the time. And the headline on the cover was, The Balanced Life. And I paused for a moment and I thought, well, do I have a balanced life? Um, what does that really mean? And can we really achieve a balanced life? And so I was kind of talking to Dan about it, and we thought that we would explore that kind of topic or that topic or the idea a little bit more. Yeah, because we, we kind of talk about balance all the time in different ways, you know, and you see it in magazines and on TV and you hear it from productivity experts and life coaches and et cetera. You, know, you hear work-life balance and it really has kind of become like a buzzword. It really. has, I think and, so. You know, you have balanced diet, balanced budget, and, you know, what does that really mean in your life? And well, we think it's different for everybody, go figure, mm-hmm. and there's really no one prescribed balanced lifestyle that works for everyone. Right, and so, you know, Dan and I, as we started discussing this, we're like, well, what does balance mean to us? Right. I mean, really can only, we can only really talk from our point of reference. You know, you see stuff all the time, like Dan was saying, you know, people talk about what's that work-life balance, and can you get balance in all these different areas? And so we just thought, well, well what does balance mean for us? And we've kind of talked about it a lot when it comes to, like, simplicity and our simplicity journey. Because that's, I think that's part of our goal to simplify our life is to really have that balance. But for us, you know, one thing, just kind of thinking off the top of my head is the, the right size home. Home is everything for us. And I think a balanced home, there's so many different things that go into that. But just to have the right size home that fits us, our needs, you know, and the needs of our family. Right. That, that's kind of, you know, trying to find balance there. And um, for some people, that might mean a bunch of extra rooms because they buy a bunch of extra stuff or, or they have visitors a lot yeah. or they have other members that come over or I, I, that can be a driver for them sure. but um but it's really trying to figure out what's the right size for us uh i also think that balance is really spending the right amount of time at work i know before i met dan in my 20s and right after college and even into my early 30s i probably would have considered myself a workaholic and I didn't really have a lot of balance as far as my personal time. And if I did, it was just I would crunch a lot of stuff into like my vacations. And it was just really stressful. But I would say that, I mean, I would put in long hours a lot of times, 10, 12 hours. And of course, I didn't have a family at the time. But still, I didn't leave a lot of personal time for myself. Sure. So I think sometimes, for, or at least for us, having the right amount of work, just the right amount is um, kind of the key to finding balance. Um, and and it, that's in relation to other things that are going on in your life sure. too, like like when we used to deploy, you know, we used to go, you know, overseas and so forth. 
Uh, you know, when you're over there, there's not a lot of leisure time, you know, right. but you don't need a lot of leisure time. It's not like you're going to be out playing volleyball, like on Top Gun, wearing a flak vest and a helmet, you know, with your <laughs> weapon. You know, it's, you work a lot, you do a lot of work, you work hard. And then when you have an opportunity, you sleep, you, know, you eat at kind of set times. And you also... Maybe you know, communicate with your family at home or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. play right. a game of spades with the guys, whatever, you know. But <laughs> right. you don't want too much leisure time because, you know, that, that just always leads to issues. But even still, even deployed environment, just depends on, of course, the operation. But uh, yeah, but there's there's still time for you to, to rest. And I remember there's times where I, I didn't take care of myself. I would work so much that I, I would physically get sick. Yeah. That's when your your body gets weak and... Your immune system is down, and especially when you're stressed out. Yeah, because in that life part of work-life balance, I <laughs> see that. That's why I don't even like the term because it's so ambiguous. It's like, well, which part fits where? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. if you're a police officer, fitness is just as much a part of your job as it is your your personal life. True. You know, mm-hmm. and and fitting that into that just those two terms of work-life balance, it just kind of seems like a nebulous thing to me. Yeah, good point. But, well, I think the thing that's important is as far as having balance, is really trying to have more experiences over things. And we we have talked about this. We foot stomp this, and we talk about it ad nauseum sometimes. But it really is important to us. I mean, I remember just having a conversation with our daughter two days ago talking about it's not the stuff because she has a birthday coming up. (laughs) And she's... Dying for that Barbie Jeep. Well, she's expecting to get stuff. She feels like she's entitled to some things. And, you know, she's only six, almost seven. She doesn't... She just figures that's what all my friends are getting stuff they're getting things and and she does get gifts of course but she's like well i want this and this and that so it's not automatic sweetheart yeah you what we do is we're celebrating your birthday we are celebrating that you are in our lives and how much we love you and this and that and and so she but, gets it and it, you know but i have to constantly remind her well, that's tough when <laughs> i mean when they go kids go to other kids birthday parties and everybody you know 30 kids bring them a gift and then and then they eat sugar mm-hmm. and then they, uh, you know, they run around and act crazy and then have big bounce houses and it's like this big festival. And we've yeah. t- we said before, I don't ever remember having a birthday party. <laughs> I know, you know? right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, but, but it's just different. It's hard to, when your kids are exposed to that, it's just natural for them to kind of expect. Well, you know, the, and that's not balanced. It's not. But you know, the irony to that story with, with our sunshine girl was just last night. So this is like, a, you know, a day or two later after we had this conversation and I was just playing with some marbles with her. She has some marbles that Grandma gave her, and we're on the floor for probably about 20, 30 minutes just making up a marble game. I don't even know how to play a different marble game. I just We were just playing, and she and I were cracking up, and she, I can't tell you how many times she hugged me and said, you're the best mom ever. I love you. They want that time yeah. and those experiences. And I didn't want to rub it in her face or anything, so I didn't, but I was like, I love you too, but I'm thinking, yes, score for mommy. <laughs> so, so yeah, the whole well, idea of experiences over things is just really, that's how we create balance in absolutely. our lives. Absolutely, yep. And did you have something else? I know, I was going to be corny for a second, but I won't. Oh, it, go for it. I mean, it hasn't held it, you back so it, far. Yeah. It's that saying that kids spell, you know, love, uh, time is a, uh, or love is a four-letter word, T-I-M-E. That's right, With yeah. kids, yeah. Aww. We'll edit that out. I don't want people thinking yeah, right. I'm <laughs> oh, It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> uh, we also find balance, I think, Dan, with uh, freedom from stuff. You were saying earlier, some people have more things, and that's fine. It's whatever your comfort level is. But 
but we try to free ourselves from things so that we have more time to do the things that we yeah, love. Yeah, and I, I think an example would probably be, um, for me anyway, is if you have friends who um, they work a lot and they work a lot of overtime so they can make extra payments to for the boat and the dirt bikes and ATVs and all the toys and they work all this overtime just to get money to pay that stuff off so they can go and enjoy it for you know one day mm-hmm. um you know every month and it just seems to me it's like wow it's like you you paint yourself into a corner with buying all that extra stuff when you could probably have and everybody has their fun different ways i'm not absolutely I'm, I'm not being critical absolutely but um uh, it just seems to me you could have a lot more time and have a lot more fun if you didn't have to work a lot of overtime to make a lot of payments. Okay, so that's bringing me back to an episode we talked about as far as um, buying the dream versus you know living the dream versus buying the dream. Right. So that would be that could be an example of you're buying into yes. the dream, but you're not really living it because yeah. you're just working so hard to pay off those this idea of what your dream is going to be. But there's a lot of people that would not pay the money that that we did for our teardrop camper, right? Right. It's it's small. Um, it's a higher end one. We get it, but we, that has been a life changer for us and we are living the dream that we bought into. Yeah, but I wouldn't buy it on credit either. Absolutely. You know? Right. You know? and, that's right. That's a good point. We did not pay it on credit. Right. <laughs> Paid it outright. But for us is trying to free ourselves from those big things, those big material possessions that are just really robbing us of our time from having those experiences that right. are really important to us. I think another thing that we, Dan and I were talking about was healthy living, um, as far as healthier eating habits and healthier lifestyles that you talk about, yeah, the balanced diet, balance. That's one of our pillars is fitness for us. Fitness health is part of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is really, really important to us. And it's really become, um, incredibly important lately. Um, last episode, like I alluded to the beginning of the show here is last episode we talked about habits and then we really got into some detail about Dan's um, fitness habits yeah. and it was pretty amazing so um healthy relationships too uh whether it's your spouse loved ones friends family whatever you know there's well this there's, balance i think leads to some of that uh yeah i think it's there's balance there but if those those relationships aren't healthy and off kilter obviously it's going to create stress and right. it's it could be yeah it could be uncomfortable it could be tough for you and um and I think for us, too, balance is really working on a team. It sounds weird. Okay, working on a team does have to do with balance. Well, to me, balance is what fulfills you as well. And I think what fulfills Dan and I is when we're working together on a project, either at home or at work, or we're part of a community somewhere. I know that my community of organizers is very important to me, and so that's why I volunteer on a couple different committees and on boards and stuff. So that's, that's important to me. I feel like I'm part of a team, something bigger than me for us. It just really is important. Yeah. And And being aware of that, I think is key. As much as I do love the, the shed quarters out here, it's, I don't spend a lot of time out here because I don't feel, um, I, I'm, I legitimately miss social interaction at work. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that's the, not the kind of social, social interaction that you want, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, uh, for the most part, I I like to have stimulating conversations. I like when I'm by myself and working by myself, I tend to um, go to the same websites, review the same things. And I have a pretty diverse, I guess, uh, interest in a lot of things. And uh, so like I love YouTube, 
you know, I probably, I probably should have been born about 20 years later than I was, you know, <laughs> or 20 years earlier. So I don't have to worry about it at all. But, um, uh, I'd love to go on there and I'd love to learn from things that are on there. I don't watch like all the funny of, stuff, all the funny the, blooper yeah, stuff. No, no, I'm, no, I could care less about the cat video. Although I do like some of the songify ones, the songify <laughs> stuff, but, uh, but I go on the how to's and double rainbow. Yeah. The, I like the double rainbow video and <laughs> And those folks. But anyway, I do feel fulfilled when I'm part of a team, like you were talking about. And that's, what, I guess, where I was getting at with the um, with the shed quarters thing was I like to be part of a team and not just be working solo on my own stuff all the time. So the bottom line, at least for me, and I think for us, um, a balanced life is not trying to eliminate all the bad so you have nothing but good and leisure time, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a permanent vacation. It's not about striving to eliminate all the challenges in our life because that's life, right? right. Uh, yeah. That's what life is. And yeah, sure. That's it's how you learn and grow. Right. Mm-hmm. Balance is, is easier when you don't have any challenges. There's no doubt about it. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, like uh, uh, this summer, we went and saw Nick Walenda the tightrope walker guy, you know, walked across Niagara Falls. Yeah. Well, we were in a tiny little audience with him. We may have mentioned that on the show. I'm not sure. But when he's, when he's walking that tightrope, it's a lot easier for him to balance if somebody doesn't come up behind him and push him or scare him or, you know, (laughs) I mean, that would probably be bad for him. You know, it would certainly (laughs) have a new challenge, put a new dimension on it, on it. But, um, um, but that's not real life. We can't just like go down our path and nothing comes across. The car's going to break down, you know, our, at our rental house in Florida, the microwave went this week. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, thankfully it wasn't the AC again like it was last year, you know. <laughs> so I, those little things are going to happen. But right. that's kind of the spice of life, you know, not necessarily variety. But uh, it's things are going to happen, just like the bumper sticker says, right? <laughs> things do happen. So it's not about eliminating everything and all the junk. You know, we're not... Uh, I know we talk a lot about stuff, and we're not really minimalists when it comes to the junk, but you can't be a minimalist on your experiences in life either. You can't eliminate or minimize all mm. of the... You, you try to systematize things that you don't enjoy in life, yeah. sure, mm-hmm. and that would be great. And even maybe some of the things that you do enjoy, you make it a system so it's easier to do or easier to avoid, whichever is right. applicable to you. But you, when you look at what gets in our way, what are things that we cause that, that isn't somebody coming up scaring us or pushing us, but it's something that we do to ourselves. Mm-hmm. How do we get in our own way? Uh, I think it's an overemphasis on uh, work-related tasks. You talked about being a workaholic and so forth yeah. before. And, um, and, and you know, when, you, when that's the one thing you have going on constantly in your life, you tend to hyper-focus on it. That's right. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. um, I agree. That can get in your way. Any over-obligations, whether it's, you know, how, no matter what type of over-obligation, time, money, mm-hmm. what have you, overspending in any way, money-wise. Uh, you know, consumerism always makes you feel like you're missing something. So when you watch yep. the commercials, you know, all you have to do is buy this item or take this pill or look this way and then your life will be complete. But until you do that, your life is incomplete and you're missing something. And I tell you what, even as much as we have really kind of countered that and try to avoid getting caught up in it, I still struggle with it. You know? I think well, everybody does to a certain extent, I think. You know, cuz we're, you know, you're you get that balance in an area of your life, and then all of a sudden things are going smooth, and then you get hit again. You're like, well, maybe maybe I can improve on it this way. Maybe I can improve on it this way. And 
And so it's, it's a struggle still, you know, right. so that, that stuff still gets in the way. It really right. does. It still kind of impedes on your balance because then that disrupts you. You know, you get these thoughts about, well, my life would be better if I had this decor, if I had that right. going on. It would just, right. yeah, it can be kind well, of frustrating. You know, and that reminds me of an example. It just popped into my head, but I, I wanted to mention this podcast that I've been listening to and this guy, um, but it's part of my fitness and the paleo thing. But it's a podcast called Latest in Paleo by a guy named uh, Angelo Coppola. And the premise of the show and his site uh, is that humans are not broken by default. All right. So because if you go into any type of change saying you're missing something or something's wrong with me that needs to be fixed, whether that's on the consumer side or a health side, what does that make you do? It makes you go out and buy an item. Oh, yeah. and, and, uh, and then when that item, you get it and then it doesn't work, you are searching for the next magic pill or the next yeah. uh, magic mm-hmm. event or the next potion or the next operation, you know? So you keep searching and searching and searching. But um, fantastic podcast, whether you're, well, it's mostly if you're into paleo so stuff. So instead he's peeling back and going, no, look at the basic, yeah, how look, we're basically built and formed to kind of, kind of go from there. Is that what you mean? Right. Like, Saying, you know, like, like the human body is constructed in a, an amazing, it's an amazing thing. Right. Let's look at your, um, look at it from the perspective of maybe I need to give something more time. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not my body's fault. Maybe it's what I'm what I'm putting into it mm. ordinarily. I don't need something extra to put yeah. in. What am I, you know, maybe it's the Big Mac that I'm eating. That is have, <laughs> it's not the, it's not the, it's not missing something. It's not missing the antacid. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's what I'm putting into it in the form of a, a, a big old burger, right, you know, so. a commercial burger mm. from a, a fast food restaurant. Maybe that's the problem. Right. So not my body. Right. So anyway, cool. that's a kind of a, a roundabout way and an example that, um, you know, maybe you're not missing anything. Once you have things from that perspective, mm-hmm. um, whether it's health and fitness or consumerism as a whole, I think it's a much healthier way to look at things. Yeah, sure. And, and if you, cause if you don't, it tends to lead to overindulging in lots of different ways. If you already automatically think you're missing something, you overindulge in food and fun, uh, technology, you name it. Oh, well, let me talk to you about technology because I tell you that to me is one of the biggest things that kind of gets in the way of our balance today. Now, that being said, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk some things that are kind of on my mind about technology, but I love technology. I really do because I think there are things that help make process is more efficient, you know, whether it's you know, filing papers or whatever the case may be, or being able to communicate easier with people and whatnot. But sometimes, especially social media, it can really, really interfere with the balance in your life. And what's interesting is that this same uh, magazine that inspired kind of this conversation today had some tips in here or just some stats about technology and how it's really affected our lives. But what's interesting is that or what I think the problem with technology is that what you said just kind of start off is making things a little bit easier at home with appliances or whatever, or making things a little bit easier at work. Technology has really invaded every single space in our personal lives and professional lives. It just has just invaded every aspect of our lives. Now, you know, when I was reading this magazine, you wouldn't believe some of the stats. It was saying like how many people uh, take their phones into the bathroom with them. I mean, and while they're using the facilities are on Facebook or texting or calling or whatever, like, like it's nothing. That's just okay. 
There's people that actually get special waterproof sleeves so that they can check their messages while they shower. Why they shower? That's now, ridiculous. Showering, I don't know about you, Dan, but I... That's kind of like chill time for me. Some, sometimes I get to think. <laughs> I'm not like, in there long enough. I'm in there like oh, three yeah. minutes. <laughs> but I mean, I actually think and think about my day, think, you know, reflect on things or whatever, or prepare my mind for the day because it's kind of soothing and quiet time for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm performing, you know, I'm cleaning my body, but it's, there's a lot of people that get a lot of inspiration and, and think time in there, but you can't do that when you're distracted by your phone. I mean, that's pretty sad. That you got a, a waterproof sleeve just to check your messages and Facebook. <laughs> but it's also affected like family meal times, uh, family time altogether. Um, I know that we've done this before where all of us, well, actually all four of us will be on a device. You know, Sunshine will be on the iPad and then the three of us will be on our iPhones. Yeah. And, and then I just look up and then I just put it down and I'm like, this is, this is pathetic. I've been doing that a lot less. Yeah, oh, yeah. We've been doing a lot better at it. And then the worst to me is that there's like a huge percentage, almost like, I forgot this this poll, I won't read into the stats, but a huge percentage of of women that would much prefer to have their phone, would they would much prefer give up intimate time with a partner or, or spouse than give up their phone. And you know, I was like, what? Wow. That's real, I mean, that is that is really invading you know, not just your personal space, but your intimate space. And I just think that, that okay, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Wouldn't happen here. <laughs> but There's not an app for that. <laughs> right? right? But really, think about it. Technology has really, it has affected our attention and our ability to focus. It affects our ability to communicate and even worse, deal with confrontation. A lot of teenagers are struggling with this today where it's so easy to type in text and, and, and write things, but face-to-face confrontation, and I'm talking about just normal, mild confrontation where you might disagree with some, somebody or someone and just talk things through. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how you learn to communicate and how to just kind of work together, either collaborate or come to comprom- you know, compromise or whatever, but... Their kids are don't know how to do that now. Yeah, because like those little emoticon smiley faces and all that stuff, that is not a replacement for the whatever. Face to face, you're absolutely 70 right. percent of communicate. I don't know the honest percentage, but uh, whatever percentage of communication is nonverbal. That's right, because it's all super. This is all very superficial. You know, technology. Although I think there's some great benefits as far as being able to uh, connect with old friends and kind of see what's going on with the family and all that good stuff. But it really is just a superficial way, and it's not of communicating, and it's not. A, doesn't replace that, like you said, Dan, that face-to-face communication and that interaction. And I think it really affects your ability to just to be present and to pause and be in the moment, whatever the situation might be, and to be alone in your own thoughts, just to stop and be able to just be, you know, to have quiet. To uh, contemplate. Right. When you stop at and check your phone at every stoplight or if you're in line at the grocery store or you're waiting to pick up your kid, waiting for them to get through practice, and all you're doing is on the phone. I mean, you are constantly switched on instead of, one, being in the moment or just being in your own thoughts. I just think that there's they're starting to do some studies and showing some of the, um, kind of, I guess, the repercussions or the negative effects of this. And I just think that, man, it is just a big, it just really interferes with your balance. And I'm just kind of yeah. like, I sound like I'm all anti-technology, but... I'm really, I'm, I'm ready to give up Facebook, man. I'm ready to just give it up. <laughs> well, that's where they're going to release the study. 
You know, that's where people are going to read the study that oh. technology interferes with. <laughs> Somebody's going to post it on Facebook because they're not going to pick up a real magazine, you know, Yeah. unless they're at the doctor because they're eating bad or they're getting a f- whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ironically, a lot of people, especially in this, this magazine that I was reading and they were saying uh, that a lot of folks really have contemplated that they really would love to give it up, but they never do. Right. You know, like most things, yeah. like most negative habits, you know, I'll give that up someday, but someday never comes. Right, I'll quit smoking. I'll right. quit drinking. I'll quit doing right. that. Yeah. So, okay. So I feel like I'm a little b- b- bummer. I'm sorry, but right. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you. So there's some things that we personally have, um, we strive for to create some balance in our lives and, you know, we try to spend within our means and we try to focus on our goals, our pillars in life, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the five F's, um, we try to simplify as much as we can. And uh, edit out things that we don't need. Heck, we've been doing doing edit and forget it for a couple of years now. And um, you've been very big on making sure that we create boundaries and not over obligate ourselves and our or other members of the family, like uh, our son or daughter. Yeah. You know, making sure that we don't need to sign them up for any for everything. Right. I got signed up for swimming lessons in the summer when I was a kid. That was the only thing I was ever signed up for. Mm-hmm. And that was nice because my time with me and my friends hanging around the neighborhood playing street hockey or whatever, that's what we did. Right. You know, we made fun that way. You know, and I'm, I also think that when it comes to boundaries, it's that's either your financial boundaries too, you know, how much stuff you have, create boundaries there. Boundaries are just, it's just, you really need to just stop and just think, okay, well, how much is enough? How much do I need to volunteer for things? How much do I need to spend on stuff? You know, can I really stay focused and spend? So that's what I mean kind of by boundaries. Right. So to maintain our balance, I know we try to review our goals when we can. You know, we talked about personal reviews in uh, other episodes. I forget. I think it was in the 30s. might have been episode 33. (laughs) I forget. But uh, Yeah, where you do like a personal review. Yeah. Yeah, at least annually, I would think. It's probably a good amount of time. Yeah, a minimum. Right. At least once a year. And um, we do try to reward ourselves when we achieve our goals or reach milestones. But it has to be in line with your... You know, if your goal is, you know, a fitness goal, you just, you don't do, once you achieve a milestone, you don't do something that would counteract that goal. So as long as that, that reward is in line with your goals, that's, that's great. Yeah, like maybe it's a date night, maybe it's something else, you know, maybe there's time out, maybe you would like, let's go celebrate, let's take time off and go camping or whatever. Or you, or you, um, it's, uh, maybe you need a a piece of clothing that you want to get rid of one and and get a a different one that's better quality or that not, that fits you now as opposed to celebrating with a a large pepperoni and cheese. (laughs) And, uh, which sometimes that's hard, hard not (laughs) to do avoid, uh, triggers and, um, bad situations. We, and that's something when you're trying to make a change, those trigger, we hit on it a little bit last week with, um, with the habits podcast. Um, Avoiding those things, uh, whether it's relationships or certain types of foods or, um, you know, if, if, if people who have a spending problem, they say, well, what do, you, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's go look around the mall. I don't think I've s- said that in 20 years. Mm-mm. You know, I'm not a huge shopper. When we were doing uh, the podcast movement up in Dallas, my morning walk was through the mall. I was a <laughs> mall walker. And, um, and it was just like, it was so... Um, plastic to me so bland. I just had it was nothing close to walking around um, when we're out in Bandera and seeing the the deer and foxes yeah. and all that stuff and you know praying that coyotes don't get me in the dark <laughs> and uh, but uh, the mall walking by the mall and seeing that stuff was just 
uh, it was ridiculous. But yeah, but it seems like if you know if you do have a problem with spending or consuming, then probably not a good idea. And even if you tell yourself that I'm just going to look, I'll just window shop. Just kind of be true to yourself. There yeah. might be a trigger. Yeah, <laughs> you no probably kidding. don't want to do that. And uh, I know you're you like to establish no tech days. I've I've done a couple of Sundays in a row where mm-hmm. I don't do Facebook on Sundays, and I deleted the Facebook uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I've deleted my Facebook. Uh, I deleted the <laughs> I deleted the Facebook app from my iPhone about two weeks ago when that whole thing came out that says you gotta download the Messenger app to your phone. Yeah, I said no, nope, not gonna do it, and so I deleted the Facebook app from my phone. Okay. And so it's been two weeks. I haven't looked at, uh, in, but I have had that muscular muscle memory response to look at my phone and go to Facebook, mm-hmm. and I would press the home button and scroll with my thumb for the Facebook app. And of course it's not there. And it's like, Oh yeah, I got rid of it. But it was just so easy. It was a habit that came in. I think I need to do that too. I haven't done that yet. And I need to, but you're on the computer more than I am. So you're still going to be checking on your, your I check on my computer. But still at least that's just one way that you're like eliminating the temptation for distraction, especially like when we're out and about. Yeah. Because honestly, if, if you're not checking email, your messages, you're checking Facebook or right. you know Twitter or whatever. So at least you're eliminating one of those distractions. Right. It's brilliant. I'm doing mine right now. I'm, I'm going to delete oh, it right yeah. now as we're it's talking. Br- there you go. Right now. So other things that we do to try and maintain balance for us is uh, scheduling family and fun time. You know, going actually tr- scheduling yes. it, not just saying, "Oh, well, we're do we're going to go camping sometime this month, or we're do a movie night or whatever." No, I actually put it on. Yes, the you're in charge of um, mandatory. Or, or you're in charge of mandatory family fun and planned spontaneity. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's the one thing we always say. So, and it's on a Google Calendar. That's right. And we all get reminders. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's not that bad, close, but not that bad. Oh, it's it is. Let's be honest. Let's be <laughs> let's be transparent. It's it's on Google Calendar, isn't it? It's on Google Calendar. Yeah, yes, yeah. it, is. it is. It is with reminders. It's <laughs> yeah. So it's all good though. It's uh, it's part of keeping us accountable okay, to ourselves. And so not only that though, it's important to take time for yourself. And again, schedule that on the calendar too. Yes. If you want to have a mani or pedi, okay, or you want a massage, maybe that's a reward for yourself for your hard work or whatever. Schedule time for yourself or schedule time to say, I, I want more time for my fitness. Put it on your calendar and try to stay true to that, right. that calendar. If you don't put it on the calendar, if you don't break those down into smaller like little tasks, it's not going to get done. But it's important for you to take time for yourself too. Right. Put it on the calendar. Yeah. Put it on your Google calendar if you need more. <laughs> there you go. Contact me. I'll tell you how, to, how yeah. it all works. <laughs> yeah. Just get up and get moving. Go do something, you know, to stay fit or whatever. Yeah. Um, like uh, we had... Uh, a bike ride the other day didn't quite go as planned, oh, but uh, funny. it was funny. Two flat tires later, we had a good time. Though. We had a good time, you know. And <laughs> I haven't... forgot to check, so we we had a flat. I got to tell the story because it was kind of funny. But <laughs> we load the bikes and well, no, I checked the I checked the tires first. And it was flat. And you're like, okay, flat. well, I'll just pump it all. Because sometimes when they sit in the garage for a little bit, they yeah. you know. Obviously, we know we're not riding the bike enough that <laughs> the tires have a chance to go flat. <laughs> but, so we loaded up three miles down the road. We get to the trailhead and then get ready to unload the bike and the tire's flat again. I'm like, damn, it's flat. So luckily there's a Walmart next door. We go ahead and we get a new tube. We go back home. It's only three miles up the road. And Dan changes the tire, which has been years since he's ever changed. Since yeah, that's changed. the only reason I went home. Though that and I got the, the compressor to fill it up. But yeah. I haven't changed the bike tire since I was 12. <laughs> so, no? so we're like, we got it. We got it. And uh, go back. And then as Dan's getting out of the car, as we get back to the trailhead, he's like, 
All right. So if the tires flat again, we're going home. We're I said, it's just in. not meant to it's be. It's not meant to yeah. be. And I said, Dan, the tire's flat. And he's like, get out of here. And I'm like, no, seriously, it's flat. What? Yeah. So I go out there. Sure enough, it is flat. And <laughs> uh, I, I start spinning the tire around because I realized, well, when I changed the tube, I did not look inside the tire. Well, there was a thorn, like this massive prehistoric <laughs> uh, petrified wood thorn. It was thorn. like a nail, but it was a... With thorn. Big wood thorn. Well, it was stuck through the tire. Well, you couldn't see it sticking out on the outside. You could see a tiny little head. Yeah. And then, sure enough, when I peeled it back. So, everything was fine until I pumped up (laughs) the new inner tube. (laughs) And uh, even when I pumped up the the first one, when it was first flat, I pumped it up. Well, that sealed right on that thorn again. So, I mean, the tire was Uh, solid as a rock. It wasn't hissing very loud. And so, anyway. So funny. It was a good time. But yeah, but you got to get moving. Yeah, keep moving. And keep rolling. Yeah. All right. You know, and I always say get moving too, especially if you get stuck on something. Because uh, what happens is you'll, you'll tend to dwell. You'll dwell, you know, you'll yeah. dwell or you'll just get frustrated or whatnot. Sometimes it's just, just get moving, get working, just get doing something and you'll get yourself out of that little rut. So that's always good. Um, and of course, I'm a big fan of checking things off of your to uh, do list. I do a to do list every day. It's just my thing. Um, we have a big yes, ma- have a couple master to do lists and then <laughs> a couple masters. You had one, but I'll get yeah. Two. But sometimes you, even if you've already done something, you'll put it on the to do list and then put the little box. You'll check it off just so. <laughs> I mean, that's come on. <laughs> Can't believe you're diving me out there, yeah. man. It's, it's bad. I'm like, it just I just feel better about crossing it off yeah. my list. <laughs> you you made me say, uh, love is spelled T I M E. So <laughs> this is payback. Yeah. So, but let me, I just want to make another point about to-do lists though. Sometimes completing a project or completing a to-do item counts just by eliminating it altogether, by not even doing it. Just saying, you know, I'm taking it off the list. I just don't have time for that. It just be realistic. So that's, that's like one of my favorite is just going, you know what? That was a lofty goal, but I really don't think I'm going to yeah. do that this time around. going to let it go. Just let it. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Can I? No. All right. So in the end. <laughs> Like most things, we define work-life balance on our own, individually. It's not 50-50, it's, you know, it's not 80-20, and you know, let's face it, like Abe Lincoln said on his Facebook page, like 93% of all statistics are just made up, right? <laughs> so uh, you determine the balance and what balance is right for you, and you make a plan to achieve that balance, and hopefully, building on the habits that we talked about last week with habit development... You develop the keystone habits and the routines and the rituals that bring about the balance that is right for you and your family and those close to you. So I guess the question is, what does a balanced life look like to you? And how do you find or work towards that balance in your life? Because we'd love to know. So please let us know and share in the comments at simplelifetogether.com. Forward slash 071. Oh, right? 071. That's yep. right. Okay. No. What, no, 072? 072. Well, yeah. we're a little off today, aren't we? We sure are. <laughs> yep. All right, so on to a couple of announcements, right, Dan? Yep. So, Simple Rev Tickets. Uh, Dan, he, on the last show, told you about the changes to the Simple Rev event coming up on October 3rd and 4th in Minneapolis, and how every ticket is a VIP ticket. So, it's a much smaller, intimate group, and... Dan, why don't you kind of talk about what's kind of going on with that? Yeah, so there are really only a handful of tickets left. So if you've been kicking around the possibility of going to Simple Rev, you better act quickly. And um, 
most of you probably know, I do a podcast with uh, Joel Zaslowski uh, called All Things Simple Rev, and you can find that in iTunes. And in the last episode, we talked about the changes quite a bit, and we are super stoked about the, this new format. And uh, um, our friend and a keynote speaker for the event, Joshua Becker from Becoming Minimalist, and all the other speakers are pumped about it as well. You know, because who doesn't want to go to a conference or an event and you know, so we do it. We go to a lot of those, uh, a lot of conferences, and then you have an inspiring speaker, and then you hope to maybe connect with them afterwards, introduce yourself, or maybe you meet them in the hallway or whatever. But then they're swamped by fans exactly. or just other people. So you never get any time. Mm-hmm. And so, well, this event is completely different. So it's limited to sixty people, and there's only a handful of slots left. So, but it's all intimate we're all right there we're doing like dinners together and we're all putting that, our so. cell phones down we're gonna yes. have a digital fast and yeah yeah there's some pretty neat <laughs> stuff going on with it so if you want to learn more about that check out um the podcast at simple rev rev.com forward slash zero zero eight and uh, you can check it out and there's lots of links in the show notes there as well to uh, lead you to where you need to go if you're interested in the ticket mm-hmm. all right so now the big announcement we kind of teased it at the beginning of the show and uh, there's not an easy way to say it, so we're just going to come out and say it. So here goes. The next episode of Simple Life Together will be our last regularly scheduled episode of the show. And of course, we'll talk a lot more about that on that episode, but we wanted to um, give you not only a heads up, but also a chance to write in via email or uh, through our Facebook page or for the Edit and Forget It Facebook group. Um, and ask us any questions that you think should be answered on that final show. And we'll do our best to answer them candidly, as candidly as we can. So yeah, we'll be hitting on that in the final show. And of course, we'll do a little reflection on our Simple Life Together journey, and then say our farewells. All right? So it'll be be a good episode, I'm sure. Enough of that for now. Okay, enough of that. Yeah, let's move on to some iTunes reviews, okay? Yep. (laughs) The first one is... Anna Review 123 from Sweden. Great show. <laughs> that was the review, right? That was the review. Yep. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you. And the second one here is Molly DeMond from the United States. Uh, Universal Appeal. Hi, Dan and Vanessa. I am a newlywed in her 30s. No kids yet. Just to note that this podcast has universal appeal. All ages, all stages in life. Like you say in the podcast, you don't need to wait for retirement to downsize. I love the dynamic between the two of you as a married couple supporting each other and the real raw emotions you share. I continue to edit my life based on this podcast and I haven't looked back. Thanks and keep up the awesome content. content. Okay. Thank the, you, Molly. These awesome content ones, a couple of these, and yeah. I feel, feel bad about it Make now it that real. I just made the other announcement. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to show the diversity of our listener base, really. Mm-hmm. So we have Anna Review123 from Sweden. Her entire review is great show. She's probably a minimalist. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and then yeah. we have Molly who, you know, put more in there and she's not a minimalist. She's putting her feelings out. That's the, that's the, the spectrum of listeners that yes. we have. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. That's amazing. <laughs> so Philip HMA from here in the United States said, simply amazing. What an awesome podcast. You two work so beautifully together. Simple tips that are easy to put to use with a massive amount of humor thrown in. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) It shows that you not only know what you're talking about, but you live it as well. Keep up that amazing job. Oh, man, you guys are killing us. (laughs) Thank you, Phil. Appreciate that. Thank you, though. Seriously. And CWP102C 
says, great podcast. I just discovered this podcast and love the content. I've downloaded all of them from the beginning and I'm making my way through. I listen to them on my long car ride home from work and really like that you can go online later to look at the show notes and find links to everything they talked about. Well, that's one thing that we struggled with at first was the show notes. Every All conventional wisdom told us that they were too long. Um, they candidly were an odd, a lot of effort for us to maintain the show notes. Mm-hmm. But there's a percentage of people who love to listen, but they also love to keep the information as a reference and uh-huh. like to be able to click through. So that's why we've always tried to do longer, comprehensive show notes. And heck, for probably the last 50 episodes or so, we also put our, sh- our, um, our working show notes in there as well as a downloadable PDF. Right, right. So, but anyway. thank you so much. Thank you very yeah. much for the comments. And um, just thank you, everyone, for thinking of us and taking the time to leave a review. We can't tell you how much we appreciate that. We sure do. Thanks. Yeah. So remember, if you have questions or comments, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. So that's it for episode 72 of Simple Life Together. If you've been searching for balance in your life, maybe it's time to pause and reflect on what a balanced life looks like for you. There may be only one way to balance on a tightrope, but there are tons more options to find balance in your life. As usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com forward slash 072. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. And as always, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. And especially over the next week or two, because it'll be about two weeks before that last episode comes out. Mm -hmm. So let us know what questions we should answer on the next and final regularly scheduled episode of Simple Life Together. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your Simple Life Together. Simple Life Together.